will slaughter every single one of them. Commander, we should report to Megatron immediately. Megatron will reward us greatly. We'll annihilate them. Commander, we should give them the option to surrender. No, we kill all of them while they cower in their hole. I'll report to Megatron myself. I can't let you murder. Starscream was right about you. No! Traitor! Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> How did I not know that was coming? A hundred and friends. A hundred and eighty episodes just to lead to a room joke. You're welcome. Wow. <laughs> Long way to go. Um, Mark Mark uh, Whitman uh, Whitten, how are you? I'm doing very good, thank you. How are you doing? I'm fine, man. It's been it's been crazy. Like we've been we've been talking uh, a while, you know, before we started recording, but um, it's been crazy. And it's been a crazy week because um, I was originally supposed to record on Tuesday, but my phone didn't wake me up, so I showed up late to that interview. And the guy was like, "Yeah, do you want to reschedule it for next week?" I'm like, "Yes, please." Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we all we all have it happen sometimes. It's the it's the COVID time warp. Yeah, I know. Um, you know, speaking of COVID, I mean, I'm I've asked this. To, to everyone who showed up on here, but how have you been finding yourself with the current situation? Right, right. I guess it's the sign of the times that we all kind of talk about the elephant in the room, as it were. Um, I, I'm doing doing okay with it. Obviously, uh, I mean, California has been having a, having a rough time in particular with the caseload in Los Angeles in particular uh, for a number of reasons. Um, and, you know, I think that things are hopefully starting to improve. I, you know, I kind of hunker down inside, wear a mask when I go outside and, you know, make sure to leave a nice tip for all the people who are out there, you know, working in the essential working jobs and providing the services that we need to kind of get by day to day. And a lot of respect and love to everyone out there who's in like grocery stores, post offices, restaurants. Um, but yeah, as far as like things go for voiceover, it's it's been a little bit of an easier time than most businesses simply because of the nature of our business is I got a booth here and we can do remote sessions and yeah. So, I mean, I think I've had it pretty easy considering, but it's definitely obviously a very distressing thing for a lot of folks and just trying to be a good citizen, you know? Yeah, please wear your mask when you go outside, please. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll just get right into it. Like, you know, the biggest yeah. project you've been in recently, I mean, by recently, I mean a month ago, was Transformers War for Cybertron Siege. Yes. And you played uh, Sideswipe and Skywarp. And I, and Indeed. I, and I gotta say, man, how was how did that come about? Like, how did you get involved in Transformers? Um, well, I mean, the way the way folks get involved in most things, uh, auditions going around through agencies. Like, we're um, <clears throat> I was uh, I was lucky enough to have that one come through, and uh, and I kind of I kind of had I yeah you know, 
you kind of know at the time some people disguise it more than others uh depending on the project obviously we all sign ndas so uh that was something that was very much under lock and key that was like don't talk about this uh to anyone um so you know we make sure that we keep our lips sealed until they give us the go ahead but uh but man it was like it was fun to just kind of tackle try and like tackle all the different characters because there were a lot of characters they needed to fill this is a this is a big undertaking and as as you know from watching the show there are a lot there are a lot of autobots and decepticons there's a there's a big cast in there to to go through so i actually in auditioning for it i got to kind of audition for a number of different transformers um and that was fun too because i got to revisit in my research like all the old animations and and like the histories of the characters to try and figure the you know the different voices out and the different storylines to hopefully make my audition sound all that much fuller um and then and then i ended up booking those characters a couple of parts in it and uh and the rest is history i guess i went in to record and it was super awesome um you know and uh the uh philip bach the um the voice director is he's fantastic and he really he really digs deep uh when when you're in the booth and just to find like that perfect sound and they wanted to bring this uh this grittiness uh this um uh a little bit of a a little bit more of an edge to it um and I think he just really went the extra mile to to make it sound perfect. So, yeah. Yeah, I it mean, was a fun time. Yeah, I mean, because I said this before, like what I like about this show is that it it it's a serious take on Transformers. Like, there's little to no humor in this, and I think that's kind of <laughs> refreshing, to be quite honest. Right, right. I mean, he wanted it to be like an in the trenches sort of feel. And, you know, like just uh, just the the weight of each one of those, because, yeah, they're at war. It's freaking war. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, he wanted to feel that way and also to bring some nuance and depth to to characters that, you know, maybe when when things were a little more pulpy or, or when it started, because there's obviously that that thing that it hatched from that we all love. And and I love old like old comics old old animated shows but they do have a certain sort of like a pulpy quality to them where where they really lean into like the villains are all villains you know with with mustaches on them uh and and monocles and top hats i don't know if villains wear top hats and monocles you know what i mean though they they lean into an aspect of a character without having allowed for uh for a little bit more to come through, you know, for other aspects of the character, like uh, not to get down a weird tangent, but if you watch like, or if you've read game of Thrones, the first time you like read the Jamie Lannister chapter, you're like, no, I don't want to like this guy. He's just bad. Jamie Lannister's just bad. I don't want to read about him, but then you read about him and you realize that he's a person and making, you know, stupid decisions, difficult decisions, living with his own insecurities. And I think that that's kind of a cool thing about TV today is that we, we, we we're not afraid of exploring that too much. And, and I mean, like I said before, I really like that. I mean, some people will complain about it, but I really like what they did with Optimus and, and Megatron in, in this incarnation where 
you know, Optimus is not that hero who, who everyone looks up to and, 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 and guides, you know, everyone looks up to, he's just some guy who's just the leader. And there are times yeah. when they disagree with him, where they call him out on right. his crap. And I love that. Cause it's like, yes, this is what I want. Cause I always hated how, you know, Optimus Prime was always like that character who, who, you know, he's a great character, but he was just like one note in the original cartoon. He was just like the, right. you know, generic good guy and Megatron was the generic bad guy. But here you see like both of them want to end the war, but they know that, that, that what they have to do to end it is going to cost lives and and alienate right. their their subordinates. Right. There's like that. Yeah, there's there's exactly that, a cost to it. And, and how do you deal with that? Um, which I think is fantastic. It's, it's funny cause there's, there's like this sort of fantasy nature to, to stories where it's just like good guys versus the bad guys. They're, they're, it's sort of blissful in a way. It's, it's, uh, the good old days, I guess, when, <laughs> when a villain was a villain and a hero was a hero and, and they could do no wrong. Um, but I don't know. I don't know if that means that we've gotten more jaded or maybe a little more emotionally intelligent. I don't know. What do you think? I mean, I think you kind of needed to 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 have more than just the generic good guy and bad guy because we've seen that so many times now, and I get it. Like, I get that there are going to be people who want to just have the simple black and white nature of of something like Transformers, but you know, we've had this. You know, we've had those incarnations for how many <laughs> how many years now? <laughs> A lot of time. And there may be yet another incarnation to come. I, I imagine that this is, you know, it's a beloved property. It's getting a, a wonderful treatment now, but maybe we go back to the fantasy at some point in time. <laughs> no, but I mean, I like that they, that it goes into a darker place and you can, you know, people on the, on the internet can bitch about this being edgy because, you know, everything that explores dark themes is edgy now because, <laughs> you know, that's how it is. But, yes. but... <laughs> But I mean, I like that it shows like this is war. Like this isn't, you know, this isn't like that fantasy element of, you know, me what is Megatron's plot of the week? You know, how do we stop him? And you know, we go back to to, to the same thing next week. You know, it's the, the plot of the week. Yeah, I like that. It, it's the serial nature of of a thing where it's like, yeah, it, it, it's like comfortable. It's like a, it's it's basically a sitcom an action sitcom you, you kind of you return to it and it's it's predictable you know he's got some plot it'll get foiled everyone will have like you know a party they'll all be in their corners <laughs> i agree with you though i like the uh i i i personally like that as well because i think it allows i i just think it it allows for moments with the characters where you you connect to them that much more and if there's one thing i'm totally about in entertainment is like character-based drama not gimmick-based and i i know there there are a lot of gimmicks out there but you can have your gimmick but if you have good characters that go along with it that's what makes me want to keep watching that's what makes me want to keep coming back because i care about the people who are going through it or robots that are going through it or, you know i mean i think to me like one of the biggest highlights for me personally about the series is Jetfire's arc. I loved his arc. I, I thought it was such a great way to, to see how someone can switch sides and still not be trusted. Cause they're like, 
you know, all the Autobots know is like, if you're a Decepticon, you're a terrible person. <laughs> like, we're not going to trust you. But, but he's, he, you know, he sees the error of his ways. He sees like Megatron has gone off the the deep end and is willing to genocide an entire race of 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 sentient beings just to end this war. And he realizes that's wrong. So he, you know, <laughs> joins the other side. And he, I love, I love that scene where you know he gets, you know, he goes to the Autobot base and says, you know you don't have to trust me, but like, what choice do you have at this point? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. As complicated, isn't it? Right. Like, cause, cause there's that, there is, I mean, yeah. How do you, on the face, you're like, I'm supposed to hate this person, but, but at the same time, right. What choice do you have? And, and exactly that, what we've been talking about is like kind of questioning, does it have to be, truth that he's just reprehensible and beyond redemption and it calls into question where it's like it is and if they actually really grapple with that idea of like is this person beyond redemption then you start to see all of all of the autobots kind of like it it allows for them to uh to like change their worldview about what that might mean if someone really has like kind of seen the light and they don't just see him as a betrayer, but it's tough. Like that's a tough thing to overcome for anyone in our, you know, in our world today, it's tough for folks to, to reconcile with. And yeah, just the fact that we're seeing it in transformers, I think it's, it's great. It's wonderful. It's wonderful drama. Right. I mean, I, I'm still kind of disappointed that, you know, Skywarp once again, doesn't really do anything and just gets killed off. <laughs> it's just like, uh... well, <laughs> Well, yeah. Well, that's uh, <laughs> that too. <laughs> One I mean, of these days. <laughs> I mean, the two things you should know about Skywarp. I think they should give this to every voice actor from now on. Is like this: you're playing Skywarp. He doesn't do anything. He's a repaint of Starscream, and he was voiced by Richard Epcar once. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Go. <laughs> Oh man, how did he become a red shirt? I mean, he was all, he was always that. I mean, I love the fact that if you go to the TF wiki and you look up Skywarp, you know, the G1 article and you go back d- down to the trivia section, it it says as noted in this article, Skywarp doesn't really do anything, but he's the first robot we see take an earthworm in the, in the animated series. So there you go. <laughs> Oh my God! Does it really say that? Yeah, I'm, I'm like I'm popping over right now. <laughs> Where is this? It's okay. I'm not gonna read through. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna comb the wiki. That's brilliant. Um, oh boy. <laughs> I mean, man. I mean, yeah. The TF wiki it doesn't take itself too seriously. I mean, it's it's a great balance between like comedy and and not taking it and and being informative at the same time. So yeah, you know. <laughs> welcome to the fandom dude <laughs> i love it oh my god that's so good it's so good and and, and was it weird like because because we know that the toys came out like before the show was even a thing so was that kind of anno- annoying like when you saw the toys of sideswipe and and, and skywarp come out and you couldn't talk about it you couldn't say anything? yeah i actually the you know production uh 
production um, was lovely, uh, and they uh, they gave us uh, the toys. So I, I like I got Sideswipe like a while before it was announced. Right when it came, when the toys were coming out, and so I'm, I'm not only did they come out, but I also like had one, and I was like, I can't have it in any pictures. <laughs> so you kind of have to place it place it strategically. Uh, around the house um yeah i mean right and that's one of the things is is that uh and i had transformer toys growing up too so i know that that's like that's the thing about it not only do you do i want to see transformers i want to have the physical transformers in my hands um but yeah i don't know i i'm i'm pretty i i like to think i'm pretty good at keeping my mouth shut about what i'm working on <laughs> Um, and, and obviously that's what we have to do because that's, you know, just a part of the business. We're part of the IP and we want to keep it safe so that everyone can, you know, enjoy it. Uh, and it can be like that excitement can build up, but yeah, yeah, I stared him down for a while. <laughs> no, I mean, it, I mean, it's just the nature of the business and I, and I love how I look back at some of the people I've interviewed on the show and, and, and all the work that's come out recently with them in it. And I'm like, oh man, if I had known if I had known, right. if I had only known, I think I got him out here. You can't see we don't have video on, but I have him out right now, still in the box. Um, yeah, I actually I really want to sideswipe from that because I've heard like nothing but good things. There, everyone's like, this is the sideswipe you need because it's like the best one. <laughs> are you? Were you? Uh, like, are you? Um, huge, huge fan growing up. Did you, uh, oh did you, man, like, I'm. I'm. A, I'm a, all things. I, I, um, okay. The condensed story. <laughs> this, mm -hmm. Cause this is, this is going to be a little long, but, um, condensed story. I'm a kid of the nineties. I grew up with beast wars. That's my, that's my, that's my thing. Like that is like what I'm into. That was my gateway into transformers. And then I didn't get into it until like the live action movies came out. Cause I was curious. I'm like, okay, what is this transformers thing that everyone's like hyping up about? So I look it up and I'm like, oh, okay. I mean, and that's when I watched the original cartoon, became a fan of that. And over the years, it's kind of been a love-hate relationship between like collecting the toys because, you know, some some sometimes the line is great, sometimes they cut corners and it shows and it becomes and and you look at <laughs> the amount of money you wasted on all these figures and you're like, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> <laughs> you you're being. You're being a fan. You're being a collector. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. No, but yeah, I, I was just. Oh, go ahead. No, no, I mean, I just because because I'm in. I mean, huge into. I mean, I'm kind of been like on and off again between the fandom. I mean, I don't get involved as much as I used to because you know, personal reasons. But fun, a funny story is, and I, and I always remember this. Like I used to. I don't know if these episodes are still up, but I mean, I used to like show up on like a part, a couple of Transformers episode, you know, Transformers podcast episodes back in like, you know, back in the day. And I remember like the people there told me everyone there hated me, like everyone there thought I was like the guy who who they just put up with because i'm like i because i mean okay i i was i was that guy who was known for the being the hot take guy who's really annoying and 
and whatnot. And I kind of understood, and I kind of understood that. But I'll never forget, like when someone someone told me, like, "You're annoying. No one is gonna want to talk to you. You can try to start a podcast all you want, but it'll never be successful." And look at you now. Yep, proving them wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. You know what? I mean, maybe that was that was the that was the catalyst right there, and it, it just like it just it just uh, changed you, and you were like, nope, I'm gonna run at this and and be that guy. <laughs> that's uh, huh? That's crazy. Well, I mean, I'm I'm glad to see that you're 180 episodes. Is that what you said, Dee? Yeah, this is 180. So, <laughs> jeez, <laughs> and we're carrying on a conversation just fine, man. <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, no, cause... I, I know what you mean. That, that's the thing. You, you've got, you've got these, if, if you've got these opinions, you've got that passion and you want to share it, then, then why not? Like, uh, and, and also this is a, the perfect medium to do it. Um, you know, grabbing, grabbing folks from the things that you love, from the things you're interested in and chatting with them. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'll just, let me, I'll just say it right now as a kid who grew up in the nineties, like David K was my Megatron and the fact that I've had him on the show is just so surreal to me. Cause I'm like, if you told me like seven years ago, like you're, <laughs> you're going to interview David K and I'm like, get out of here. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, and it's, awesome. and it's what's cool. What's cool is like when I uploaded that episode, he followed me back on Twitter. So that's pretty cool. Hell yeah. <laughs> was so so in a way Transformers was kind of like was that was that the the start of this of this entire venture for you? I mean it was Transformers and in and you know like I mean I said this before but like I I hated the old format. The old format was just me and my friend Tom like just talking shit about like whatever we could think of. Right. For like an hour or so, and I just hated that. Like after doing that for a hundred and something episodes, I just got tired of it. And I, and there was a point in my life where I was just not happy anymore. I was just like clinically, you know, depressed, and and I was just struggling. And I said, you know what? Let's do it. Like let's reach out to someone and see if they'll come on the show. And I reached out to someone. They came on the show, and and that that interview like was the spark that made me go, hang on, if I can get this person on. Why can't I get this person on? Why can't I get that person on? And it's just been building up and building up. And and it just feels surreal to me. Like I, the, some of the people I've talked to on here is just so right, surreal. Right. Well, that's kind of a lovely thing about the community, too, is that instead of being all like, you know, slobbering frog monsters, we're actually fairly nice people. So, yeah, you know. yeah, man. I mean, I, mean <laughs> I, I, I said this today, like thinking to myself. Oh man, it still feels so surreal to me. Like a month, you know, back in June, I actually talked to Roger Craig Smith, and I'm like, that feels yeah. so surreal to me. <laughs> yeah, I listened in on a bit of the interview with him. He's great. Oh he's man, great guy. I haven't had the pleasure of working with him yet. I would love to someday. But, oh, he's, uh, he's a but sweetheart. I know a lot of his sweetheart. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah I really love the VO community. I think that they're they're nice folks and whatnot, and uh, so I'm glad you're I'm glad you're reaching out to people. I'm glad that it's going very well. Um, yeah, yeah, podcasting's a it's a fun fun weird wild thing, 
and especially like across the globe too. I don't know. I'm still tripping out. I, I love the, the idea about that. Sometimes I just kick back and I'm like, yeah, you're in Kuwait. I'm in LA. We're chatting with each other. The future. I know. It's like I super dates me. I'm a, <laughs> an old person. But I don't know. The future's amazing sometimes. And I don't think we appreciate it enough. I mean, as as Dave Sobolov said in the Dave Sobolov interview I did, it's magic. It's magic. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, actually, it's science, Dave. No, Dave's fantastic, too. He's, Gosh, he's... all good people. Uh, I just I just love Dave Sobolov because I he just has that wonderful deep voice I can just listen to him talk for hours. Oh God, yeah, I I should just if I should put that episode on like uh, as I'm trying to fall asleep, the rumble would probably like kind of <laughs> shake me back and forth <laughs> like a little baby until I fell asleep. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, he's he's great. Gosh, I I mean I feel honored now that you're like well, let's have this cat on. So shoot, thank you for <laughs> for reaching out. No, I mean because I saw he's. Such I mean because because I'm like you know I'm into Transformers. I want to reach out. I really like the, this new incarnation. I mean it has its problems, but what show doesn't? But you know, and you kind of need to you kind of need to keep it going. And I said this before, like I don't care if you've done a billion roles or if you're like just starting out. If you've done something I'm interested in, I want to talk to you about it. And let me just say, like, if you think this, you know, just wait till September, man, because I just got like two confirmations of really big guests for September, and that's going to be crazy. That's excellent. Congratulations, man. <laughs> back on when we were back on Transformers for a hot second, I was I was actually just kind of scrolling through some of the toys because I remember that we had we had like a sound wave for for a while, um, I, and I specifically remember like a uh, sound wave when I was a kid because he had the little cassette tapes and we had a bunch of those little cassette tapes. And I, I think those were like growing up, those were like my favorite for whatever reason. I don't know it was the novelty of him having like the cassette tapes in, in him. And then like the, the bird cassettes coming out. And I was like, I don't know for whatever reason that was like, <laughs> when I think back to transformers, that's like my child. That's like the, the one I, I feel like I remember playing with the most. I mean, he's a so. he's a cassette tape. He has a cool voice, and he's voiced by Frank Welker. How can you not love him? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, Frank Welker. Yeah, yeah, man. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, whenever I hear all these names, I'm like, God, I got I got to get back to work. <laughs> I got to get I got to get practicing. <laughs> I can't do a, I can't do a very good dog right now. I have to be able to do a good dog. <laughs> like. I mean, I just, I just wonder, like, you know, I know, like, everyone says, oh, it's not competitive, but man, if, if I was like doing, doing what you're doing, I'd be scared, you know, shitless, because like some of the people that you're competing <laughs> against are just so insanely talented, and I'm like, why aren't you just in everything? Just hire these people in everything. They're just that good. <laughs> well, well, frequently, you know, frequently in the business, they 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 do, um, and that's not not necessarily a bad thing because they are that good. And and uh, as far as like competitive, I guess the nature of it isn't like like we don't pass each other on the street and like give each other a side eye and like a like a rough grunt or like a half nod because we're going to be at each other's throats. 
No, it's like everyone's friendly. So like the competitive atmosphere isn't there in, in like personal relations, but it's intensely competitive. I think when it comes down to the nuts and bolts of doing it, because everyone is so good at what they do that, you know, in order to jump up to the plate and like, and, and offer out an audition, you, you know what you're up against and, and you kind of have to rise to the occasion, which I think that's the good type of competition in my book, right? The type that, that, uh, that actually drives you to be better because those people are so good. And then on top of that, they're good people too. So it's like, not only do I have to be very skilled, but all while not being a dick. <laughs> it's like, and it's, uh, it's, I, I think that's great. I think that's the that's my favorite type of of competition. It's all that it's all that skill based sort of thing. It's all but everyone's like excited to be a part of it and excited to keep pushing forward. So yeah, I don't know. I but then again, I'm a I'm a big gushing fan of the VO industry in general. So I'll just I'll talk it up for days if you if you let me. But I know we have time. Maybe other things that you want to chat about. <laughs> No, and I just want to say, man, you've been showing up in a lot of things recently, so I'm pretty sure, like, down the line, you're going to be in something really big, and people are going to be like, you had him on, and he didn't talk about this, but and I'll be like, <laughs> it was under NDA. How, could, how would I know? Yeah, yeah, no, there's some there's some fun projects that, uh, that are coming up that, um, you know, uh, oh, COVID uh, and the pandemic gets in the way, but, you know, hopefully things will get back up and running. Um, but yeah, yeah, there's some fun stuff coming down down the pipe. So I, I can't wait to be able to talk about it when it does. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'm a big video game fan, so I, I I definitely like like you know following up on video games and animation and and yeah, I've got a lot of a lot of little dream dream tendrils out there to be like put me in that, put me in this thing. Let me see if I can get into that. <laughs> and I just want to say, yeah. man. Congrats on landing a role in Harley Quinn. That show is great. I love that show. And the fact that you were like a small part of it in one episode is just like, yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Thank you so much. I, um, I loved, I loved doing that show. That, that, uh, that was so fun. Um, and, and it was, it was funny. I, I had actually, I was in a show with, uh, cause I'm, I'm Tony Hale's son uh in that and tony hale uh, i had actually been on a show of his for dreamworks uh shortly before that where we were also like playing like buds i was in archibald's next big thing which is a show that he has for a younger audience on dreamworks really fun show because tony's a great guy but then harley quinn was this like about face because that's all wholesome and nice and like you know <laughs> This 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 fun story where I'm like a galumpy dinosaur and he's he's a he's a chicken, so you know, and then Harley Quinn is just the complete opposite of that, and it was such a fun recording session just being in there, and uh, we were just laughing our asses off during that, um, and the show I think turned out really well. I think the cast is great. Ron Funches is fantastic. Um, I don't know if you've ever had Ron Funches on. Oh, my God. I mean, he's he's great, but you know, he's kind of too big for his <laughs> show. He's, I know he's he's blowing up, but man, he is he is the sweetest, funniest man. Um, and we worked together on a show uh, called Home Adventures with Tip and O, 
which I had done uh, a while ago. And that's where I actually worked with Nolan for a long time too. Um, and uh, yeah, Ron is just, is, is amazing. So I'm, I'm really proud of the, the cast they got involved on that and uh, on Harley. And, and obviously that I got to be a, a small part of it. And I don't know, I hope that they bring, hope they bring little Herman back sometime. We'll no, see. I mean, I mean, I just, I just love, you know, again, you know, Tony Hale, like he's, he's known for playing dim-witted characters, but you know, seeing him just be like, the, you know, just be the Doctor Psycho that we've never gotten properly in media before this is just so great because, like, who knew you were missing out on this, like this, this type of yeah. range, you know? Oh yeah, oh yeah, it's great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I think that that's, uh, it's nice. Mm, go ahead. No, I mean, I, this is what I love about voiceover is like, you know, you can get performances out of actors that you didn't think were possible that you couldn't do in live action, you know? Yeah. Oh, we'd look ridiculous in live action. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the the stuff that some folks do, I mean, not everyone, but like some folks, you know, are get get very physical in the booth. And right, if you if you turned a camera uh, on us and put that on, on tape, you'd be like, what? But when it's coming through just the voice, man, it's good. <laughs> but yeah, I know it's, it's, um, when, when would most of us ever get to play some of those characters? Uh, uh, not all the time. And there's, there's that range and flexibility. So, yeah. And yeah. Pl- I like all the possibility of it. And plus like, you know, you get to be a part of, you know, a big, you, know, you get to be part of the DC universe and that's pretty cool. <laughs> you know? So there yeah. you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. So it's checking the checking the boxes off, right? <laughs> now I just got to find my way into to all the different comics, to to Marvel, see what I can get myself into over there, see if I can do more DC. <laughs> I mean, you say you, you say if I can do more, but I'm pretty sure you probably recorded like a bunch of projects by now. <laughs> Are we back? Yeah, yeah. So you were saying fantastic you're saying uh well um (laughs) i was saying that apparently uh bluetooth technology is faulty on my end um so yeah there's a lesson for today kids don't use bluetooth headphones during a during an interview technology man (laughs) technology man man it was so magical just a few minutes ago and now it's just dragging me down um no i was just saying about like finding my way into uh in into different uh, properties Are you a big graphic novel fan yourself oh man do you, I, do you I read can, a bunch of comics dude i've been like i talked about this before but i've been reading like a bunch of old x-men comics from the 90s and i'm like this is terrible okay <laughs> <laughs> 90s were not a good not a good look for for the x-men i didn't read the the 90s ones yet no i mean i i I remember picking up like a couple you know paperbacks from from like a local comic book store here and i mean there's only one so you know it's not it's only like it's just one guy selling all his comics that he bought online so (laughs) so i mean i picked i picked that up and and i and i read it and i'm like this is terrible and i forgot about stuff like magneto's clone joseph and i forgot about 
<laughs> the time Amaro was as a part of the the main team. I'm like, oh yeah, she was a character that existed and was part of the main team at some point. This is awful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, I yeah the comic comics are. Um, I've started to kind of like to read through some some of various things. I like image comics uh, a lot. I've been reading a number of those series and, and I've started to get into some of the Marvel stuff and, and the deeper universes are just, they're so complex. I mean, I mean, this is not news to anyone that they just kind of go off and in so many different directions, but, um, but my head starts to spin <laughs> after a while of reading through some of the things. Um, I really like, you know, I've, I've been, I was following Saga for a long time. I like, uh, you know, Lock and Key. Uh, a lot of the ones, I, I, I tend to like things that have more of a contained storyline. Um, because like I said, it's, it just can, can be hard to manage some of the vast timelines of like something like the X-Men where you're like, wait, what's going on? Where are we? Or any of the Marvel stuff where you're like, what timeline? Who's clone? What's going on? But, uh, but yeah, I like, I like going back to the old ones is kind of like an interesting sign of the times too. You read like the stuff from the, the, from way back in the day and, and you get, you get slices of like the sixties and the seventies in there. And I think that that's super cool. How just like the lingo changes and, and, uh, and like the clothes, how the, how the characters interact. It's all crazy. Oh, have you read the Judas Contract? I mean, great story, but man, has it not aged well in terms of no, in terms of uh, dialogue and and clothing and and just technology in general. The Judas Contract. Would, a, no, I haven't. It's a Teen Titans story. Is that is that that's not the film? Is it? It's is it is it's, it the, the it's book? loosely based. The movie was loosely, and I say very loosely based okay. on that story. But it's 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 hilarious. When was, when was the graphic novel from? Uh, nineteen eighty six, I believe. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. 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 Not it didn't didn't make the updates too well, huh? <laughs> no, I mean because because there's one point where Cyborg is trapped and and he thinks it's a prank by Beast Boy and he says if I get my hands on that little midget, <laughs> it's just <laughs> come on, man. Uh oh boy, oh boy. Well, I yeah, I I feel like I don't know. Isn't that something like all of history? I feel like we're gonna look back and be like, this is from our from our vantage point. We are where we are, and we're trying to be better. <laughs> like, no, I mean it's interesting because looking back and and I've said this before to people where you have not lived until you read the issue of Superman where Lois turns black. <laughs> it's just the worst thing imaginable. Oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> or the Punisher, wow. okay. or there was a point where the Punisher turned into a black guy. And it was awful. <laughs> huh. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, that, I mean, that's, that's, yeah, right. That's a deep, uh, a long road to go down, uh, especially at a time like this. And I, I don't, we don't have too much time to, to pick apart. The <laughs> I know, I know, I know. But yeah. 
comics, uh, man. Comics. Yeah, comic, <laughs> comics is weird. This, this is the problem, man. You know, this is the problem where, you know, you only have like a couple minutes and, and, and you're like, ah, oh, man, but I really want to talk about comic books. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, right, you're um so like i know that you're under like a lot of ndas right now and whatnot but you know can you give us an update on what you're currently working on if that's possible or um yeah i i I do um a lot of what i'm working on is is video games uh these days and and i there are a lot of exciting things coming up i can't i can't really talk about many more details than, than that, unfortunately, without, I like, I don't want to tip the hand to like, even where in the realm that that's going to be, but there's some, there's some cool, uh, cool things that are coming up. I, um, some larger characters, some stuff that's just like fun on the side things like creatures and things like that. I, I, I enjoy doing, uh, creature voices and uh you know I'm, I'm certainly one of those things i'm trying to build up in my own voice actor toolbox uh it's something that i find to be very satisfying and there's so many people out there who do it so well um that whenever i get a chance to actually land a job where i'm doing creature voices uh i i'm super excited because i'm like all right i'm chipping away i'm making it um so for a couple of games doing doing things like that uh and and that excites me, even though it's one of those things. It's probably not the thing you get invited onto a lovely podcast for, um, to be like, hey, you were that enemy in that thing that I killed. Um, but I find that to be just one of those interesting and satisfying parts of the business uh, because someone's got to do it and someone's got to embody those those voices. And uh, and I don't know that just it's it's one of those things that really. Uh, really brings a source of enjoyment for me. So yeah, a couple of those, uh, that are coming up and then, um, yeah, other than that, some video game titles, but as we know that like the video game stuff is like, you start working on it and I can't talk about it until like two years later because, <laughs> because the development process is so long. Um, but yeah, there's one, there's one project in particular. I, I can't wait to, I can't wait to really talk about, but unfortunately I can't say much more than that. Um, but it's, it's a, it's a bit of a bigger, bigger role, something that I'm very excited to dive into. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I grew up on video games and, uh, and I, I, I very much like being a part of them. I like that sort of, uh, I like where they're going these days. I, uh, yeah, I always like, I like all the different aspects of them. And, um, and I'm, I'm very lucky to be involved in many different, uh, different franchises. Some that I've grown up playing, uh, others that are new to me. So yeah, hopefully we'll, we'll, uh, we'll be able to revisit some of this stuff a little bit down the road and, uh, and have a a bit more of an in-depth chat about a couple of things. God, no, man, I would love to have you back because this has been fun, and it's. I'm I'm sorry we have to end this now, but no, nah, no sweat. No sweat. Uh, but I mean, because I know you have like a meeting in, in a couple minutes, and I gotta let you go to that. But um, yeah. But I will say um, thank you so much for being just being you, man. Just you know, keeping on trucking and being a fan of this industry. Like, that's what I love about it. It's like, 
you know, it's cool to work in it, but if you're a fan of it and you get to work with it, that's just a bonus, I think. Yeah, absolutely. It always is. And where uh, can, thanks so much for having me on. And where can mm-hmm. people find you on social media before we go? Uh, I am at MP Witten, P as in Penfound, which is my middle name. Um, MP Witten on Twitter and at M Witten on Instagram. And I actually, I also am a little bit of a fellow podcaster. Uh, I make an audio drama uh, series, kind of like, you know, old, old, old time radio plays, except new time radio plays. And it's called The Theater of Tomorrow, theater with an R-E. So you can look for us on iTunes, and uh, I will frequently have um, some prominent voice actors as guests on a number of the episodes. But we're, we're a sci-fi anthology, so you can check us out for fun sci-fi stories, like little bite-sized things. They're about 15 minutes, 15-minute uh, episodes. And, uh, yeah, it's a fun time. So check out Theater of Tomorrow on iTunes as well. Thank you so much, and we'll hope we'll, we'll talk again in the future. Bye-bye. All right. Sounds great. Take care.